0: New Orleans. Football. what's going on, guys? It is Kevin, and I'm here with my guy, Mike. And Mike, I don't know exactly – I don't know what we're here to talk about exactly. I just know that we're here to talk.
1: <laughs> well, it's an official time period, right? Training camp in the preseason is over. People will li- – this will be the last thing people listen to before it's week one. Yeah, we got to make a good impression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to make all the right predictions – um, we got to nail every talking point. It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure on this pod. So, um, so let's get into it. So, uh, uh, as usual, Mike has no idea what the specific questions are, um, and it's more fun that way. So, um, you know, the first thing I thought about, right? And after you look at this preseason, man, it's it's a lot of good, man. It's just a lot of good, and understandably, right? Understandably, I, I don't really see reasons for pessimism. Uh, you know, maybe in some small areas, but holistically, unless it's a little forced, but let me push you a little bit here. Right. Yeah. We know what we, I think we know what things look like when they go well. Right. We seen Derek Carr. He's looked good in this offense. He, you know, the first drive in that preseason game, he looked good. If things didn't go well, what, like, what does that look like? What, what are some of the causes? What are the reasons? Like, like, cause from, from right. our perspective, It's just – it's great, right? And you, and that's what's happening. Everything is going well. But, like, what are some potential cracks in the armor? What are some potential areas? I know – you know, what does it look like if it doesn't work? Is it the run game doesn't show up? Is it a mixture of things? Like, what's the –
1: Well, it's a totally fair question because we're all very optimistic about this offense. Mm. But you're talking about a quarterback who, you know, people – nationwide have question marks about mm-hmm. you know he's, he's somewhere between 10th and 15th but last year he was closer to 15th and his team just gave up on him and you're talking about an offense that was dead last year like yeah. an offense that was dying for the last two years and died at the end of last season so yeah. so to just be like oh we don't have a single worry in the world about this offense would be would be foolish um i think it's two part question me and nick just talked on on the friday show about the biggest problem the two biggest problems that Carr has had in his career are the red zone which i don't even know how to quantify i don't understand why his red why he's had red zone struggles when he's been good everywhere else on the field and even in fourth quarter pressure situations and then and then being under pressure sometimes so i suppose those are the things we want to see more of a sample size to see how he does Uh, i think we're going to see Not the, you know, not, hey, guess what, everybody? Derek Carr is really a superstar and nobody knew it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just like we've seen with Cousins in Minnesota, golf in in Detroit, uh, Tannehill in Tennessee, I I think he's in the right place to look his best. Um, And then the things, you know, injuries are always the things that can derail. If this offensive line doesn't have the five starters, I worry tremendously about everything they want to do. If – it's not Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Rashid Shaheed out there. All of a sudden, I worry a little about their receiving core. Now, Alvin Kamara suspended. Kendry Miller's got a hamstring injury. All of a sudden, it's just Jamal Williams in the run game. We don't love that as much. So, you know, everything these are problems every team in the NFL has, right? I mean, has, yeah, has, yeah, these has, aren't specific to New Orleans. Yeah, you keep you keep all the starters out here, and and I'm very confident in this offense.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, do you think? Do you think that the offense can be, like, so are, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm thinking at least top 10 offense, right? I think we're probably.
1: That's hard to quantify uh, okay. for sure. Um But, I mean, they were year in and year out. I mean, <laughs>
0: is there a reason they shouldn't be a top 10 offense? I mean, take injuries out the picture. Like, yeah. what's the excuse? I, I can't think. Yeah. If they're not a top 10 offense without injuries, then something went wrong. Right or something
1: is going wrong. Maybe because I the, mean that I, means I, the old line is. Know. I just don't know the rest of the offense well enough, but yeah, they better be better than every offense. And I, you know, a lot of people think Atlanta's going to have a top five offense just because they're going to be so weird and random. But, but let, let yeah, the equivalent of a top ten offense, sure. You know, yeah, like, you get. I mean, yeah. you
0: get what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. what the yeah. it looks like one of the Maybe best the third offense be offenses in, the, in half of the NFL. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I think it. I think it should be. Now, if you told me they were going to be the 18th best offense in the something NFL, that, went wrong. that's probably, no, but that's probably okay. Like, mm-hmm. if they're a top five defense and the 18th offense, I still think they're winning this division, you know. Um, if they're a
0: top five defense and the 18th offense, I, I think something went wrong there. Yeah. See, I would think that's something, because if the defense is so good.
1: Yeah. Like, you should or be bringing up scores. Like, maybe what's the, only, yeah, maybe they only have to win. Yeah, games, something so. that's not going right, right? Like, this, no, I mean, what's I, the, I, I hear you, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that is it. That look that's the expectation. They spent a lot of money on their quarterback, yeah, they bolt up at running back, they bolt up at tight end. We like what's the receivers.
0: weakness, right? Where's the weakness? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta taste him, who's a versatile it's the offensive
1: line. And you said everybody has injury concerns, but the yeah. saints have bigger injury concerns on the offensive line than other teams do because they have a lot of guys with injury history. They yeah. need Penning to stay healthy. They need Ram checks to stay healthy. Um, you know, Ruiz, he doesn't have injury. Everybody, history but be, their center pretty much uh, is although, although James Hurst is the left guard now. Well, yeah, right. I guess Pete. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you think they can do it without a running game? I haven't, I haven't seen. They're going to have a
1: running game. I mean, you think so? Uh, if Kendre Miller he has a hamstring injury, I guess it's possible he doesn't play in Week One, and maybe in Week One it's Jamal Williams and a couple of pieces. I mean, he's probably uh, a better runner right now, um, but Jamal Williams is so, like if you have to go for three weeks with just Jamal Williams, you can live with that. Uh, and Alvin will be back soon, and Kendre will be back soon. You know, we're weeks, and Taysom Hill's part of the equation too. So we're weeks exactly. away from them having too many options at running back. So I'm not <laughs> right, overly right, right. About that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Jamal Williams is more than any running back on this team his suspension or not he's more conditioned to handle a load and take yeah, he's a beating have
1: 25 touches 2 weeks yeah.
0: yeah, give me a running back that I know can handle the the you know the beating of the NFL run game. I would say I would say him so it's good to have that guy be the one the most available player right now. <laughs> um right. but yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm a little worried about the run game. I'll be honest with you. Um I don't think that should hold the offense back, right? Because I think there were a lot of years where – and listen, I'm not comparing uh, Carter Breeze, but there were a lot of years where Drew didn't have a good run game and they still had a good offense. So I think this offense can operate in an environment in which the running game isn't dominant. Because, I mean, Sean Payton is not known for a great – he's not a great running coach. And That's not <laughs> – the one thinks about the running game, when they think of Sean Payton, like they do with Kyle Shanahan, for instance, right? And so I think this is a passing offense. Yeah,
1: everyone will point to – the 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 seasons that the saints uh in 2009 and 2011 they were top whatever in running but that's because they were winning 45, 45. Yeah. now look yeah. that did change in 20 you know 2017 20 later yeah um it, it, it was a, a run heavy approach and i think that's what they'd like this i think they'd like this offense to look like 2017 2018 2019 mm. not like you know nobody has aspirations of 2011 coming back so
0: yeah, yeah, which is which, which which to me is tricky because I don't think that's the strength of this offense. I don't think you know if they want this to be a run, we w- we rather be a balanced run offense. I think I don't think they're playing to their strengths. I think if you want to play to your strengths, I think Mike Thomas, Chris Olave, I think Rashid Shaheed, Juwan Johnson, Jimmy Graham, Taysom Hill, Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara in the past game, like the, you have too many guys to catch the ball. In my opinion, to lean into a running game, which you only got really one healthy running back on the roster, and well, one available because one is healthy and one is suspended. So, I think they should lean into the pass game because I think that's the strength of, of this offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, if it, we saw that one drive in the first preseason game. Yeah, uh, that that that's that's the model. Uh, yeah. That's what it looked like a lot in training camp, and obviously, you can mm-hmm. only tell so much from training camp. But that's yeah. what they want this offense to look like. That was that was. The fine, efficient spread the ball around drive. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, nice one by Camaro. Showed out the facets of this offense. So absolutely, um, that's the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm, I, I just, I know that the, everything looks good in this preseason, and I'm so. I've taught myself over these years, like whatever you see in preseason, cut it in half because uh-huh. you know. But it's just like everything looks well, so I'm like, all right, what are we overlooking? So I think it's just a good, it's a good discussion. So, um, kind of. Something similar on the D line, but you know, I know if you've been covering the D line, and every time we talk, I like to talk about the D line because you yep. watch them, and that's my favorite group on the entire team to watch.
1: Um, so it's the most. I mean, it's the one that makes me feel better about this team more than when. I mean, if we're gonna talk about MVP of of hmm. training camp in the preseason, it's the defensive line. We we had concerns. You had concerns. I know I did we get definitely. A, a ranking about what you know if if the saints are going to be a seven win team instead of an 11 win team what are the reasons going to be i think defensive line was really high on that list exactly. and I feel so much better about them but to answer your question what are we concerned about again this is another thing that, that nick nick and i just talked about yesterday all the things that i love about what i've seen from carl granderson peyton turner brian brzee malcolm roach yeah um I like their athleticism. I like their speed. I like their finesse. We saw the Brian Brzee spin mm-hmm. move, which which I made is, a little yeah.
0: about that, guys. You got to scroll down my time. Man. I tweeted about it a little bit. But, yeah, that was crazy, man, just that whole game. Right.
1: Insanity. But we're going to find out if the run defense is improved. We're going to find out because yeah, we they're won. facing the Titans and Derrick Henry and Ty J Spears. And, yeah, yeah. And and I hate that matchup. I've said this a couple of times now on the show because tackling always stinks, in the in the first couple weeks of the season, that's true of every team. Every you know, that's that's the NFL's trend of going away from real preseason action. Um, and when was last that, time Demario that, Davis
0: tackled somebody for real? Right? The, I mean, yeah, just being that, honest that, about
1: it. The tackling is going to stink in this game, and it's going to be like I said on Friday. It's going to be. I, you know, unless the Saints can somehow build a big lead, I think it's going to be 30 plus carries from Derrick Henry and Ty J Spears in this game. So we're going to find out. Yeah. We're going to find out how. If Derrick
0: Henry gets 30 plus game. carries, the game is not going how the Saints planned it. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. If, he, uh, if he's running the yeah, ball that much, there's something, something going on. I mean,
1: the Saints, better, the Saints probably have to be up by three scores before they abandon the run. Yeah, Tennessee. that's fair. That I, think it. a, I think Tennessee is trying to look. a run-only team. They do catch tr- Audrey Hopkins now.
0: I read that they're trying to transition a little bit, So yeah, b- we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, so let me dig a little bit on the D-line. You know, and then listen, I think that the D-line was a concern, and what could the D-line do to make you feel better? Well, I think they did it. Right. So I think that they did some of the things they needed to do to alleviate some concerns. But. From your perspective, your level of concern, right, to where you are now, where did you start and where are you now? Right. Because that's that's
1: that's the unanswered question for me. Like my concern before was depth. I knew they didn't have a superstar number two. I, I, I You know, we wanted someone to beat out Carl Granderson, although I think Carl Granderson, Carl Granderson and Malcolm Roach are probably neck and neck for for preseason. I got Malcolm Roach questions so that,
0: for you, so just hold on. Yes, there, I got a probably, real spicy question for you. They're probably there.
1: neck and neck for for defensive MVP of the preseason. Um, Malcolm Roach and who, and who do you Carl Granderson? Grant, yeah, okay. and then we we also love what we saw from Peyton Turner and Brian Brazil, and frankly, Tano Passanio looked great uh, um, all summer long too. So, uh, Colin Saunders, we like that. Uh, Nathan Shepard. Um, don't really have a strong opinion either way, but um I, I just like I like the depth. I like I like I like their top eight guys, their top nine guys on the defensive line. I wish they had a better number two, but I like I like how deep it goes through nine. So
0: let me ask you a crazy question. Do they have too much depth?
1: No. Nine is a good number on the defensive line. Because I at I take a point. I, I like two through eight. They kept nine, and one of those is Isaiah Foskey, who I wouldn't be surprised if he's a a, a game day healthy and active early yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. But no, eight is good. Eight is good. The, the, you always want to rotate. But defense. let
0: me tell you why I say it because I want to. I on the third down in five, third, third and eight. Right. I want a group. of I want four guys that I can go to, or at least three for sure. Right. Like, I want three guys who I know that these are my three guys. Like, someone's got to stand above the pack, right? Right now, someone has to stand above. Cam Jordan is aging. Um, You know, Grandison seems like he's improving Roach. We've seen Brazee. Like, do they have a bunch of depth guys and no real – start no, like now I no, want to say I starters understand.
1: yeah two two they don't have too much depth but you're saying but you get, I, yeah i said it is a, tro- a trolley question yeah, yeah
0: i said it yeah but you get yeah. what i'm you get what i'm yeah. getting at yeah
1: yeah no i get it i get it I, uh, look i went to iowa and this was i've been <laughs> using this joke since I was you, college, right? <laughs> and i said everybody always talked about how iowa basketball had the best depth in the country or like they would always say that and i go i go yeah because their 11th best player is just as good as their third best player that's not, <laughs> that's not depth that <laughs> just means you get average real quick um uh so yeah the the difference between the third best guy and the 11th guy there's no drop-off whatsoever is that a good thing or is that a bad thing so i get that and that is that's the truth about this defensive line but like so did they regress those are are legit they're all legit guys like like carl granderson i think is not a high-end nfl starter but he's a bona fide starter and i think peyton turner was breathing down his neck and i think um you know, uh, Roach and Brazier are technically the second stringers, and I like you know, and I like both of them and I like Colin So you know, so is uh, uh, a starter. Uh, I think Brzee is a starter. he's gonna be in that NASCAR package. Tano was playing nose tackle in that NASCAR package with the ones. So and and actually that's a position where um you know what, if they all play 25 snaps, that can be a good thing. These are big three hundred and fifty-pound dudes, they like to rotate, they like to you Know have them all play 30 snaps instead. But if you have- got,
0: I mean, I think if you got a, but if you, if the game is on the line and I need somebody to get to the quarterback,
1: yeah, I but just, it's going to be third, it's going to be third down 15 times. It doesn't need to be the same three guys on all 15 of those third downs,
0: yeah. But you get what I'm saying, right? This is it's a hypothetical to frame yeah. the question, right? No, you know, I, I just who's I standing above the pack here. I would right? trade,
1: I would trade it, I would trade two of them for like a, stud. I would trade
0: three of them, four of them yeah, for a stud, yeah, yeah. but
1: <laughs> but. Uh, but I feel better about that unit. But I, I, but like I said, I feel I feel better about their athleticism. I feel better about their pass rush. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'm reserving judgment on what the run defense is going to look like. And and if they hold tight against the Titans, then I'm going to feel way better about it. I I, don't, I think Da. I don't. I think Da is going to fix that. And here's why.
0: I think you can control your run defense. Saints have always played run defense with a light box. I mean, they were stop the de- D. They were stopped, They would stop run games with five in the box, and it allowed them to do so much more schematically, right? And I remember that they were one of the few teams who could do that. Um, and they, you know, one of the reasons. I think that's one of the reasons why you go with an Alante Taylor, um, because you need a big guy that can come down in the second t- secondary and fill those run gap, fill those run flits, right? And so. You know, that's not what Bradley Roby does, right? And one thing you say about Lante, he's physical and he's coming out in the run game. So I think that DA, you know, when they had their best success that year, when he was, you know, playing a run that well, they were stopping the run with five in the box, sometimes six, right? It, it, it's never the same. And that opened up their pass rush in a lot of ways. I mean, he would rush three guys um, and, and play coverage a lot. And I, so I think that he's going to schematically make sure that whatever needs to happen in the run game happens. And I think he will alleviate that pressure by those guys up front by putting more pressure on those guys in the back end. Um that that's my theory on how it's gonna go, but we'll see how it plays out.
1: No, and look, he's got a proven track record of doing that. So Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not like they've always had elite defensive line talent. I mean, yeah, Sheldon Rankins was a first round pick, Marcus Davenport was a first round pick. Right. Um, but but David Onyamata, um played better a couple years ago than he did last year. But so let me frame uh,
0: what you're saying into a, a question. A lot of
1: that, a lot of that was was, you know Yeah so big, let me frame it into big, a question
0: big. for you. Yeah. Relative to what you've seen from to say the past the D lines in the past three or four years, right? Two to four years. Where does this group fit in? Get relative is preseason, yeah. right? We're just making predictions. Like well, where does it fit in? Well
1: it was it was one of my biggest concerns on the whole team in that I would say the renaissance years of 2017 through 2020 they would go to the playoffs for not
0: straight. last year but the year before so 2020 2017
1: through 2020 they were well, 2020 fourth, 2020, fourth 2020. South I would yeah. say the defensive line w- was one of the biggest reasons definitely the biggest reason yeah. on defense um I tapered off the last couple of years and and I did not uh, you know and I thought big question mark with all the guys they decided to reshuffle um but I'm optimistic that they won't be a weakness. Um I would be way out in front of my skis to say they're I mean, as good as they were in those years when they were number one in the NFL in run defense and yeah and and you know top five in sacks. Um that's asking a lot, but you you bring up a good point that this is DA's specialty. And look, they're making changes too. I mean, I wrote about this early in the preseason. He brought in Todd Grantham. A lot of guys lost weight. Um yeah. Yeah, Peyton Turner's lighter. Malcolm Roach is lighter. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Somebody else said they're lighter. Colin, Colin Sanders, Sanders is lighter. lighter. Yeah, um, They want to be attacking. They don't want to sit back and be a reactive. Um, yeah. And now when you do that, you can't, you know, one guy's Some gaps gap right. And, right. And, right. and it's over. So they're asking a lot of these guys, but there's not a single person in that top eight that I don't trust being out there on the field that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, if that guy's out on the field, they're in trouble. That That's what I mean about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see what that group is going to do. I mean, I think you know, I think they probably improved to being you know average, maybe or maybe slightly above average Mm -hmm. from being to being from a from a weakness though, right? And you can maybe get by with that if you stop the run and you got a good secondary, right? And I think that's what Da is going to do, right? He's going to try to stop the run and he's going to you know he's going to play coverage on these nickel downs and and trust and and, and play disguise and blitz and stuff too. Hold on, I'm
1: calling up their. uh... Their schedule because we will have this discuss even if they pass this test, yeah. This discussion again, (laughs) all right. I got it Uh, pulled up, I I got it pulled up, I got it pulled up. The Uh, Titans, eight at Indianapolis and Anthony Richardson, week nine versus Chicago and Justin Fields. Uh, running quarterbacks, running quarterbacks. Um, uh, I thought there was one more. That's part of that murderer's row, but I mean, you got the I mean, Falcons. You, know do you they, consider did you, you consider the Falcon quarterback? That. Who's that? Uh, the the guy in Atlanta. Uh, Rittler. Rittler. Yeah, Rittler, Yeah, and that'll be a different test. I mean, I, they don't face Atlanta till Week Twelve. That that'll be a fascinating. Let's put a bow on, or you know, a pin in this. I've heard people talk about Atlanta's rushing offense as if it's gonna be revolutionary and like something we've never seen before in the NFL. Uh and like you know, Atlanta's gonna lead the league in carries and yards. They obviously just added Bijan Robinson to the mix. I'm very interesting to see how that's working out for Atlanta. Um who's gonna it, block who's gonna do the blocking? No, right? They I mean they invested a lot in their offense. They line. but
0: I mean, yeah. they have a they have a decent yeah. to good O
1: line. I mean, you got to they don't have a top thirty quarterback unless Desmond Ritter. Yeah, know, I mean, uh, who's
0: scared of the pass game? Yeah, You're just going yeah. to run the ball against
1: loaded. But boxes. it'll be it'll be interesting yeah. to see where they are. They play each other twice in the past in the last uh, eight weeks of the season. It'll yeah, be the last game of the season. What we think of this defensive line and what we think of their rushing team. But but yeah, the next the next big topic of conversation is how are they going to do against the running quarterbacks?
0: Yeah, well, they don't have a lot of them, right? No. And so yeah. then that, you know the schedule is just is bow wrapped for them right now at this point. So yeah. um so so Malcolm Roach, right? He, okay. He might be camp EVP man. And you know what I mean? To some eyes or top, top three. He looks so good. So like, what, what does this mean? Right. Is he, right. is he going to give you what you got from David on Yamada? Right. Is that the, and I'm not saying the same thing. I'm talking about the level yeah. of play. Like, no,
1: I, I mean, no. And again, I mean, this is, this goes back to the, you, would you rather have four guys or would you rather have two studs conversation? But, um, Look, Nathan, they brought Nathan Shepard in for a reason. They brought Colin Saunders in for a reason. I expect them to be the two starters. I expect Shepard to probably play, I don't know, the least snaps of the four, but, you know, Brizzy's going to be in, in a lot of passing downs. He's first round pick. He'll probably start playing more as the season goes on. Roach can do a little both. Roach is a nose tackle who's shown his athleticism and showing some pass rush ability from that spot. But, um, but, uh, I mean the overall grade that you would put on those four guys for where they are in their careers right now is probably pretty even, um, and I bet mm-hmm. you can take the total defensive tackle snaps, divide them by four, and and those you four don't have guys, a good
0: average, right? You know, sure. Yeah. Take that to Vegas. Take yeah. that. All right. Uh, last question for me. Uh, you mentioned Brazil. Um, I- I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to put this question. What? how does this play relate to maybe some of the other good Saints D linemen that you've seen? And I'm talking the excitement level, right? Cause well,
1: but here's okay. So defense, how good did you, like, what's your,
0: what's your Mike triplet instinct yeah. saying about him? That's I, what I'm, I'm really cautious, trying to ask
1: you cautious because the, everything that has impressed me about him has been a pass rush move.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: his pad level's a little high. We, you know, we haven't seen a ton of run defense. They don't tackle in practice. Um, So we've only seen the preseason games. We've seen them against second string offensive lines and second string running backs. Um, And then, you know, I saw the Saints draft Cedric Ellis in round one. I saw the Saints draft Sheldon Rankins in round one. It doesn't happen right away for those guys. Even anybody not named Aaron Donald across the league, it doesn't happen in year one. So, um, I I mean – I'm not going to guarantee consistent success for Brzee more than I am for, I don't know, Trevor Penning right now, or or uh, mm. um, I won't say Peyton Turner, but I lump them together because when they look good, they're so athletic. Their pass rush moves look so awesome in practice. Yeah, uh, The spin moves that we're seeing against second-string offensive linemen from both of them look so awesome. But um, how are Brian Brzee and Peyton Turner going to look? In this game, where the Titans are trying to run it down their throat, you know, we're going to know more about them um, one week from now than we do right now, or yeah, days from now than we do right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Brzezij, I love the pick though. The long term, long term, um, I think that was a good pick. It seems like it's going to be a good pick.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm high on them. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm high on them. I think that. I think that I've seen him do some stuff that, you know, you just I mean, I remember tweeting it during the game and then I went back to it again. I mean, he did a spin counter move and it just it blew my mind because it was a it was a it was his counter move. Right. He didn't go into the pass rush looking to spin. He went into the pass rush with a different move and then he countered it. And so I've seen him do things that when I look at other rookie, I mean, I remember looking at. Um, Cedric Ellis and just Rankins and I mean I just think that he's 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 showing things that I haven't seen from rookie defensive tackles who look like they need to be paying deep. By the way, if I wouldn't be surprised if D A puts him at some defensive end snaps. I'm just saying, it, maybe not this year, but look forward in the future because guys that move like that and that that big. Yeah. They all Chris. That's, they, how he's built.
1: That's what he looks like. Chris yeah. Long.
0: I mean, the guy from the Chiefs does it. Uh, Donald. I mean, I think um, they do it. Aaron, do, Aaron Donald for a different reason. Um, what's the other? I think uh, Fletcher Cox did it sometime in Philly a few years back. Those big, long defensive tackles uh, that are quick like that. They, they move them around like that. Yep. So I if there's a guy on this team who I who, who said in two or three years, you're looking at one of the better players in this position. And we we, we you, you know I, that's who I would choose because I've I, I've seen stuff from him and I'm hoping looper, it plays out. It's, yeah, it's I'm not hoping an it plays third, out.
1: Like, over overzealous. Yeah, I'm just being he cautious looks, and I've seen him get better. Playing. He does. Yeah, and
0: he gets better every week about it too. That's the thing. Like the first week it was like mm, second week something different, third week, and so I've just seen you know the more he plays, the more he's understanding what's going on around him. So I'm impressed. Um, I'm high on him. I don't put myself out for too many players, but he'd be one of the guys who I say, Hey, if I had to make a bet, then he'd be one of the guys I'm looking at. So, um, but yeah, but the good news is we don't have to wait too much longer because <laughs> football is around the corner. And so, um, uh, we got a lot of things going on in New Orleans style football. Um, the rundown uh, that came out today, Nick kind of spoke a little bit about some of the things that's going on in the future. So, check that out. Uh, we need you to support some of the Instagram pages for some people that help keep the lights on around here. So, uh, check that out, read it, and uh, just support us in the way you can. Thank you guys. We can't do none of this without you. Uh, I'll always say it. We appreciate you, uh, and we'll see you next week. We out.